0: Okay, boys and girls, everybody gather around the campfire. That's right, sit down, because it's time for Counselor Bob to tell you a really scary story about... Man, we don't want to hear that shit. Hey, yo, these are the tales that I tell somewhere. Only in my own world treat, we on different earthies. Right. I said That was Gripping the Paint by our boy Clutch City. And then I'm Gone by the Dramatic Global Brothers, Free Killer Kyle. Um, Story time a little, man. I told y'all corporate thug, and so I try to slide a little bit of game that I have when I'm deep cover, right? When I'm, when I'm in my uh, Wolf of Wall Street mode. So one of the things, man, I posted earlier this week and I was telling people it's about working smart, okay? Part of that is knowing who to work hard in front of. So as I mentioned, during the current events, I worked in the oil and gas uh, industry doing event marketing. So a lot of times on Fridays, we have an event. I got a car full of stuff. They're like, oh, no, hold on to it till uh, Monday because it's late because, you know, I finish an event. It'd be like seven o'clock on a Friday night. So I pull up to the office. Our storage room was right by one of the, I think it's like the senior business development economist or whatever the hell, however you pronounce that, man. And I knew that. So I would show up Friday night, 7, 8 o'clock, and unload my car and, and put all the stuff back in the storage room. So after a while, after doing this regularly, man, we started to develop a rapport and a conversation. And he, you know, he's an older guy, man, but he he liked that. And then we started having conversations, you know, he giving me game about the stock market, the oil and gas industry as a whole, a lot of insight that he was giving me and stuff. Turn around and he started like inviting me to lunch so we go grab something to eat and he just walking me through the different trends and how the oil and gas company is going so down here in houston the uh the industry kind of took a downturn but i saw it coming because he told me about it so then they ended up cutting my position and they was about to lay me off and then he made some calls around and then they slid me over into another department right now the team that i was on they left me out to dry And they was going to leave me hanging like, okay, well, you know, your position's been eliminated. We don't know what to do, but best of luck to you. Little did they know, I had already plugged in with my mans and he put me over in like the quality assurance department or something like that. Now, it wasn't what I wanted to do. It wasn't what I went to school for, but it was actually an easier job than the job I had. And I was getting paid the same. And it kept me afloat for three more months before the second wave of layoffs hit me, right? But this is the thing. I was able to work hard and he was able to see that. If I only worked hard for the people, my manager stuff, they're gonna burn me out, right? They're gonna work me as hard as they possibly can until they can't they, they use me up, right? Grind me grind me down. Oh he's he's tired, he's unmotivated, he's uninspired. Let's get somebody new in here, some fresh blood. But I was able to work in front of a a real mover and a shaker, him and the general manager and those type of people who have that juice in that pool, man. It's all about who you work hard in front of. And I did all this on purpose. I I specifically went in front of his office and was like working and making it look like I was working super duper hard, unloading this, these big giant coolers, these banners, these chairs, all our promotional items, making like four, five different trips back and forth to the car. And he saw that. He hear me pushing the cart down the hallway and everything, man. That's how you're supposed to do it, man. You got to know who's the real decision makers, who what they call the gatekeepers, who are the influencers, man. You got to spot that, and then you got to go hard. Even at the job that I work currently, man, the top sales guy at the company, man, anytime he got a request or something, I try to make sure I'm on it because he going to vouch for me to the directors and everybody else. Now, I know what you're saying. I don't want to work in corporate America. I don't want nobody else to tell me what to do. I don't want to work for the man. Guess what, man? They provide me with the money right now so that you can hear this podcast. Right? So all you're doing is taking money from this place and putting it over here, man. It's a different place to trap, man. It's a different way to hustle, man. All it is is in there working and grinding for capital to build your own, man. So we'll be back after these commercials with some of Mama Love's words of wisdom, man. But I just want y'all to be careful, man, and be cognizant of these things, man. It's not what it looks like. Okay? Some people is out here really working play in a different type of angle. Just so y'all know, man. Corporate thugging. This is an audible ruckus. Motherfucker. What up, though? It's your boy Low Gross, also known as Uncle Skeetah. You're listening to the Inaudible Ruckus podcast on Slaughterhouse Radio. You can catch the show every Saturday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Solid dudes, solid topics, solid music, solid podcast. Also, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and on Google Play, also on Stitcher and Pocket Cast. and Audible Ruckus. Motherfucker. Medical. Medical. <laughs> <laughs>